Holy Week Reflections, Part 2 of 8, A Den of Thieves Monday Jesus clears out the temple, then heals people in the temple. By now the religious leaders were so stirred up, already fuming from Jesus' entry into Jerusalem yesterday. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law saw these wonderful miracles and heard even the children in the temple shouting, Praise God for the Son of David! But the leaders were indignant. They asked Jesus, Do you hear what these children are saying? Matthew 21, 15-16a. I love Jesus' response to these leaders. Yes, Jesus replied, Haven't you ever read the scriptures? For they say, You have taught children and infants to give you praise. Matthew 21, 16b. Check out Mark's account. When Mark is telling of Jesus driving out the people from the temple who were buying and selling animals for sacrifices, I realized maybe for the first time what all was really happening. The Temple A house of prayer for all nations, Mark eleven seventeen, had been turned into what Jesus called a den of thieves. I cannot imagine the sick feeling in Jesus' stomach, coming back to the temple and seeing what men had turned it into. This holy place, the only holy place this side of heaven that God had instructed his people to build so meticulously, to give them an opportunity to be cleansed of their sins, had been so defiled. People had turned it into a money-making opportunity. Come one, come all, get your firstborn, the bestborn. Two for the price of one, get the best to be your best. How many years, how many tries, how many do-overs had God given his people but sin? Not God's intended creation, but what us humans, now being sinners first in need of a savior, turned this world into, a den of thieves. This truly paints a devastating but vivid picture of why Jesus was the only way. There was nothing else, no one else, that could possibly make us whole again, that could ever allow us to be in the holy presence of God again. Nothing else could stop this vicious cycle. But Jesus, sent by his heavenly Father, the perfect, spotless Lamb of God, the final, the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, how in a few days these people would not even fully grasp that they would never, ever, ever have to offer up another animal sacrifice again. Jesus paid it all, once and for all. So as we do real life together, how can we better grasp this reality, the depth of our depravity and our great need for a Savior? How can we more deeply understand what Jesus did for us on the cross this week? How can we more clearly see this wasn't just an event over 2,000 years ago that other people did to Jesus, but it is us that put Jesus on the cross? How can we more quickly remember that we are not bound to this world or our sin, but we are set free? The Christ Hymn Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges, he took the humble position of a slave, and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself to obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, 
in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 6-11 Please take a moment to listen to the song, Death of Death by Cody Carnes. <laughs> 